Welcome to Yakko Yaks, a show about pop culture, tech, and more. This is episode 11, Lazy Saturday. Hi, I'm Jeremy. Thanks again for listening to Yakko Yaks. And there's not that much going on today. It was just a, a lazy, rainy Saturday here. And I didn't have a football game to watch because of COVID issues at the Naval Academy. And um, my school, Memphis, was supposed to play them today. Uh, That has been postponed, but who knows if they'll actually play it. This is such a crappy year for sports. It's a crappy year in general. Uh. But I tried to take some of the um, the time today that we would have been watching football, and I wanted to introduce a Disney movie to my kid that uh, he hadn't seen before. Uh, I was thinking something like Moana or Frozen. But when I mentioned Disney movie, he said Revenge of the Sith. <laughs> so Star Wars truly is Disney to kids of his generation. I mean, he, he's six. I was also surprised at the choice because when I'm going to Star Wars, that's not really one that I have rewatched a lot. Um, I mean, my thoughts on it have changed a bit over time and really my thoughts on the prequels as a whole have changed over time. Uh, But uh, Revenge of the Sith was always my favorite of the prequels. Um, probably because there was more action in it and, you know, you were just getting right to the end of the Republic and the beginning of the Empire and there's a little more familiarity there. Uh, but the Clone Wars has also helped my view of the prequels a lot. And, you know, just getting, like, Uh, just like presenting that time period uh, and spending so much time like with the clones and with the all the Jedi and everything, it provided a lot that the movies didn't in terms of the characterization. And I'm sure also getting older has helped as well. Um, you know, views on things change. You know, over like what is it? almost 20 years or so since the movie came out. I'm just, um, anyway, um, I wanted to talk about the movie a little bit because I had nothing else to talk about. The space battle at the start of revenge of the Sith is still one of my all time favorite space battles in star Wars. Being pretty much all CGI, I think helped a lot because my, one of my biggest issues with the prequels is the mix of CGI and, um, you know, real life or like, you know, the virtual sets and the physical sets. It just, it wasn't very seamless, you know, back in that time, but the space battle, I think worked really well. And, um, much like in attack of the clones, uh, the, when Obi-Wan was being chased by Jango Fett, 
I think that was done well. I think this just took it up to another level. Um, just seeing the banter and stuff between Anakin and Obi-Wan. It was just so much fun. And it all, it still is. And I guess one of my biggest issues with the movie though, is the suddenness of Anakin's turn to the dark side, because you go from that space battle and he and Obi-Wan are truly comrades. They're truly friends, especially like at the end when um, Obi-Wan's going to report to the council and he's leaving Anakin to, to be with the politicians and they're joking kind of with it. Um, you go from that to a short period later when he's um, – He's being, he knows that he's being put on the council at the request of the chancellor. And he's upset that the, that the Jedi council won't give him the title of master. Yet he knows that the only reason he's there is because the chancellor is doing it. And it just never felt like his level of being upset at this match the situation. Like it's one thing if the chancellor went to the council and said, I want you to put Anakin on the council and Anakin was out of a loop. And all he knew was he was being put on the council and they weren't giving him the title that that would explain his level of angriness. But the chancellor just says to him straight up, like, I want you to be on the council. So that situation never sat with me well. Uh, and then he goes from being upset about that to shortly after that, um, you have order 66 and you know, well first he's killing mace and then order 66 and then he's killing younglings. That's a very sudden shift from, you know, what you see at the beginning of the movie and what you see at the end. And, you know, if you watched the Clone Wars and the last arc, which takes place at the exact same time period, all of this happens over the course of a couple days. If that, and, I don't know. I mean, you're supposed to think it, it's the dark side and the chancellor, you know, influencing him, but it's just, it's so sudden. But I mean, other than that, I, I do enjoy the movie. Uh, I mean, it is still my favorite prequel, but I don't know. It's just that that's still, I mean, despite all the the context and everything that the Clone Wars has added to it, it's still frustrating at times. Um, but it was also fun seeing the scenes that were weaved into it with the Clone Wars final arc, particularly uh, the council scene where um, in the movie, it just, it goes from like the Jedi council to the next scene, I think with the chancellor 
But in the Clone Wars, you see the tail end of that scene, and then it goes into Ahsoka coming in and talking to the council. And it's just it's really neat how they blended that in, and how you know Clone Wars was able to get like Samuel L. Jackson to come in and reprise his role. That was just really cool. So I, th- I think I need to go and watch Clone Wars season six again. But it's just, it, it was still fun. And I, I was impressed that my son was able to get through the, the end scenes, which um, like the Mustafar scenes where I don't think he really had before, but he was also not paying a hundred percent attention being that he's six, but still it was, it was good. And yeah, it's just, you know, Watching any kind of Star Wars is still better than not watching, you know, not having anything to watch. So thankful for that. And I'm still kind of on the Mandalorian high from yesterday. But anyway, um, that's, I guess, all I have to talk about today. And I will talk to you tomorrow. Bye. Bye.